we go inside, we're playing Cards Against Humanity. And keep in mind, Cards Against Humanity is a game that requires you to be pretty comfortable with the people you're playing with because it's it has inappropriate cards. Like there's weird humor, dark humor, very intimate things. And we're playing with our boss who we don't like, her husband who we don't know, and the owner of a car we just crashed. <laughs> Welcome to the Gotta Be Honest podcast. We are three black women living in the GTA, and we're here to talk about the things that matter to us, because sometimes you just gotta be honest. Welcome to episode two. It's your favorite girls from the Gotta Be Honest podcast. It's your girl, Aaliyah. It's your girl, Debbie. And it's TJ. Welcome back, friends. I know it's Welcome been a back. couple minutes since you started listening to the last episode, and we know you guys, as our loyal listeners, just hopped right into this one. So <laughs> welcome back. We appreciate we y'all. Today, we are going to be chatting about our origin story. Yeah. Like any good superhero film. Dev, Dev, is that appropriate? Yep, no, that you yes. are correct. Superheroes? Yes, yes. Um. Yes, we, we have an origin story. How did Black Diamond... Actually, ladies... <laughs> I, what can I say? A lot of people, people want to know this. Like, I feel like we are like... You know, like a lot of people want to know. So. Yeah, and by a lot of... You know what? If there's even three people that want to know, that is enough. <laughs> that is enough. That's people. That's, That's a people. Need. People is more than one. It's more than one. It's a group. But, but shall we start with the with an introduction of our new name, or do, do you want to save that for later? I think grand reveal. I think we should save that for a little bit. It. You know, we can yeah. we'll work ourselves up. So like we'll yeah. talk about how the girls you love, you know, how we started, how we started came to from be. the bottom. Now we're so as you guys may have surmised, um, we we uh, have been christened as, as Black Diamond, and our origin story is. Um, some may say, you know, has some, some hints of... Some racist undertones. <laughs> colonization. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we didn't actually give ourselves this nope. name. So, like, don't think that we're just, like, who are these people naming themselves? Yeah, we didn't do this. The white people did it. So... Yeah, where, where do you guys want to start? I guess we'll start with, like... Let's start with how we met. I think that's a good place. How we met. Yes. Uh, do you guys remember like years? How long have we yeah. even been friends? I honestly don't remember. Um, I started okay, so we met at Canada's Wonderland. Um, bruh, bruh, bruh. you know, anyway. largest attraction in Ontario. Um, <laughs> it's an experience. <laughs> so we all met there. It's my pleasure. Oh my gosh. Um, I think out of the three of us, I had the shortest amount of like time there. Your I mean, tenure. My tenure I only had two years, um, but I think I started in 2014, so I think that's what I—that's when I would have met you guys. Mm-hmm. If I'm okay, that makes a lot of sense. So we all uh, worked at Wonderland in the admissions and guest services department. Mm-hmm. Um, so I started there in 2012 when I was in high school, um, and then I feel like. At the time that, so in 2014, when Aaliyah started, Aaliyah, you started in I, guest I services, in guest right? Services, yeah. 
Eastern guest services. Yeah. And then I think at that time I was assistant soup in admissions. Does that make sense? I mm-hmm. feel like by then. Yeah. By the time Aaliyah started. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because my first year I was. Yes, you were. Um, I, the front line then i was gs and then yeah. the next year i came back as like assistant you know how i remember I like- sorry can i just interrupt you know how i remember yeah. because when i was um guest services and you know when we had to go in to admissions and be like pretend to be a supervisor yes. so i was in spid and yeah. i remember you telling me something and i just looked at your name tag and i was like oh my gosh like how do you even say this girl's name but you were so like <laughs> smiley and just like oh hi Da-da-da-da. Um, that was my first memory of you. Aww. <laughs> I honestly, I really don't remember how. Because, okay, because the three of us, we didn't actually meet each other like that. Like we met, I feel like actually the core of our group was like our fourth member. Yeah. Would you guys agree? Like, yes. I feel like we weren't friends with each other directly. We're we were all friends, all with, friends with. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Dev. You started, um, you were guest services at the same time that I started in 2014. Yes. Mind you, we weren't that close yet, but we were both, yeah. we, were, we were working together. Yeah, and we were, uh, I think, the only two black girls in guest services at the time. Probably, yeah, probably. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. No. I remember thinking you were, I, th- I remember thinking you were too cool for me. I think there was a couple of, Really? Look, look how because especially because you had already worked it at because one of them was my first job mm. and i worked there for five years so when i was working there i didn't know anything else whereas like you had mm. another like you had worked other places so you had kind of like one of them was kind of my home in that mm, kind of way I like you. i was just so yeah. used to it and um i remember thinking yeah Aaliyah's like cool uh yeah i had huge, a whole bunch of jobs like, yeah, you had jobs before. Teej was like approachable, so Teej never had like never made me like nervous or anything. But yeah, we of course didn't hang out with Teej as much mm-hmm. because she was yeah. in admissions. But by time I had met Teej, I was really close with the fourth. Um, so I that's how I got closer to Teej because like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the fourth member of the group and I, we were supervisors at the same time. Mm, And, like, as the only two, like, black supervisors in the admissions and, like, guest services department, it's kind of, like, natural that, like, Mm -hmm. we hung out. And then, like, I remember, like, closing shifts, like, the 3 to 11 shift, especially on, like, quieter days. There's not, like, much to do. So we would always, like, be hanging out. And she would always be, like, because, of course, like, you have your favorite staff. Yeah. So, of course, we would be talking. I remember she always used to, like, talk about you guys. And I remember Dev from before, because Dev has, like, a very, like, energetic and, like, positive and upbeat, like, personality. So you kind of, like, know about, like, people, even if you don't know them directly. Mm-hmm. And I remember, like, Aaliyah, like, definitely gave off the, like, too cool, too to be cool here. for you yep. vibe. Oh, yes. Wow. Like, it was, it was definitely, like, she came, she did her job, and she was just, like, you know, like, not like overly friendly with anyone, but she wasn't rude. She was just like chilling. I remember yeah. like the fourth member was like, "No, like this girl's like pretty cool," and I was like, "All right, <laughs> all right, all right." Um, but I think like yeah, that like in twenty fourteen, we weren't really like. No, we were just introduced like the... to each other. Yeah, you know, yes. we kind of like by the end of that summer, we had started to get like a little bit closer. Like maybe yeah. like do 
not just the four of us, but like if there were any like major events with the department, like yeah. we would hang. And naturally, as yeah. like the few black people there, naturally you always come together, anyways. Exactly. Right? So. Yes, and then so the next summer, summer twenty fifteen. Summer 2015, I th- feel like that was, like, the summer when our bond, like, really started, yes. like, becoming, like, solidified. Because then we would actually, like, hang out with each other, like, outside of work. Yeah. And I feel like it, I think it's working at Wonderland, when you come back for, like, a set, like, when you're, like, a returning employee, like, you just feel like you're the hottest shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, Been there, sure. done that. Right? I don't know. Maybe because, like, my first season at Wonderland, I was uh, 16. So by the time I came back for that fourth season i was like yeah i'm kind of getting embarrassed that i'm still here <laughs> <laughs> especially because i hadn't worked anywhere else yet even at that point because mm. that for all the wonderland haters though like i know i will always defend my time at wonderland because oh, sure. dev like yeah wonderland was my first job and i think it is perfectly acceptable to be working there as long as you're still in school whether it be <laughs> high school or yes. post-secondary yeah but once you start, you know, easing your way into real life, I'm sorry, it's it's not that ain't it, boo. Yeah. But you know what? We're not gonna judge people for lining their coins, no. lining their pockets. Gotta make your no. money. Honestly, anyway, experience there, really. Yes. Yes, a hundred percent. So I don't remember like when exactly we got christened with the name Black Diamond, but it was definitely from like our white area supervisor who desperately wanted to like, be a member become... of Black Diamond. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. yeah and because it was just always us four just like because at this point too we were all supervisors yes yes so we all had just like come together and we were always together right so yeah, yeah that's the lack excellence and that's ex- yeah that's exactly how it happened and i think it's ironic i think she actually brought us closer together because yes. like Aliyah at this point wasn't even in guest service was, it was in guest services not in admissions no i think no not really Exactly. So no. it's you true. were in guest services I've... and then Tej and the fourth were actual soups. I was an assistant soup. So like we were But you know when you're always walking over from admin you exactly. guys had to always walk through guest services. Exactly. And I definitely yeah. I think that year I was in guest services a lot. Like I just loved hanging out in there. Yeah. Because it was the so, offices it was were so bigger. Yeah. The staff were more mature. The staff like, could actually just... like do their own their like job. you didn't have to stand over their shoulder and watch them do work. Yeah. Yes. And I feel like somehow like we became like the cool girls at Wonderland. Do you know like like I feel like we had this like we were known as like Black Diamond and I felt like we were just like it wasn't like we were clicky because I feel like I I can strongly stand behind the fact that we were friends with everyone yes. at least in in the soup level. Yeah. Um, and like, and like, we didn't have beef or definitely. Yeah, and I think like we hung exactly. out with everybody. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't like mm-hmm. exactly. We didn't have like issues or problems with with anybody. Um, but I think like one of the defining uh, Black Diamond moments was the faithful Berry Barbecue. I don't know if we talked about this on the. Oh my god! I don't know if we talked about this on the podcast before. Still call like... it a car accident. <laughs> <laughs> so the like our white area soup, who like gave us the name and wanted to like part of the group or whatever. She hated. So we had two area supervisors. Like 
should we give them names? Actually, we'll call them M and S. Yes. So M was the white one. S was the Latino one. And they despised each other's good. It was hilarious. Like, I loved it. Was, it. it was like... It was pretty awkward. A war. Like, it was, like, 100%. Like, it wasn't, like, they were hiding their hatred for the, each other. They literally hated each other. Yeah. And part of it was because M was a lifer. Like, she's one of those people who worked at Wonderland and probably... I, she might still be working there. Is she? No, she's not. No, she's... Okay. Oh, okay, let's just throw out her... Um... Her gubby. <laughs> her details. <laughs> we might as well. I'll, I'll beat that out. Um, but the point is... Like she was content, like that. Like she actually met her husband, met her husband there. Was. Like yeah, and I think she was just so happy I, being there. Whereas S didn't really like she always you always S made it known that had, she was she had, on her way exactly, out. She had one foot yeah. out. Yeah. So mm-hmm. as a result, because mm-hmm. M was a lifer, she of course was resentful. Yeah, it was just hilarious. Yeah, like and it was like kind of known among the supervisors that like. S was definitely the, like, more chill and down-to-earth one. And, like, if you needed something, you'd ask S. M would be the one coming into the office when we're just all, like, relaxing, talk about why is nobody doing work, and, like, do you see what your staff are doing, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, (laughs) S was the one who did the scheduling. And so M had invited only the members of Black Diamond to this barbecue that she was having at her house. And none of us, like, particularly, like, I wouldn't say we hated M, but, like, we didn't want to no, be friends false. with her. I could not, like, I did not stand her. <laughs> oh. I mean, I didn't, I mean, I couldn't say I hated her or anything. But, I mean, I definitely didn't want to be going to her house for a barbecue. <laughs> like, we weren't there. I know that yeah. much. No, I was not a fan yes. of her. Because, remember, there had been that situation where something had happened um, in Tolls and she kicked a chair? Remember that happened? Oh, and yeah, yeah, ever yeah. since she did that, it I was oh, yeah. I was ready to fight her. So I don't remember yeah. if that happened before the barbecue, but I, I definitely remember S telling me that I was invited to this barbecue and me saying, S, do whatever you can to make sure that you schedule me so that I am working. <laughs> yes, because something to be noted about Wonder, working at Wonderland, especially working as a supervisor, you were like, Six days on, one day off. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was, like, how it was. The the cash was good, though. But anyways, so, I guess M had, like, her day off or whatever. And she was playing the barbecue for this day. And she's like, oh, yeah, um, I'll change the schedule around to make sure that all members of Black Diamond were off on this day. Mind you, we did but not want to go anyways. Nope. Yes. And... S was the one who did the scheduling for the supervisor. So we, of course, went to S and was like, yo, like, we don't want to go to this. Like, just <laughs> schedule us and, like, perfect built-in, like, excuse. But then M went in and rearranged the schedule, yep. which created even more tension between M and S. And then we're like, damn it. Like, For the record, I don't think that's legal. I don't think you can go around and... Because a schedule is a legally binding document. Yeah. So it, it was created and she went through and said, nope. Yep, and this rearrange the whole And, like, thing. the amount of rearranging so that, like, because, mind you, like, me and the fourth member, we were on the same team. So to have, like, two people off, like, yep. I can only imagine, like, the amount of work to rearrange that to have, like, these specific people off at the same time. Exactly. So, whatever. We're all, like, off on this day. 
not off, but we were all available at the evening time for this barbecue. And like, granted, like we didn't want to just say no. Cause like, this is our boss. Like she was the one who did like our appraisals. And she wasn't um, nice. So like, I don't want to be on her. Exactly. Side. And it's like, this was fairly like, actually like either early or midway in through the season. So we still had like at least like a good, like Month, two, months two months. Exactly. Yeah left of working with her so obviously you don't want to like burn any bridges for those of you out there thinking like why didn't you guys just say no not just that anyways half of us would have said no me and Leah would have definitely said no but we were a group of friends like me and Leah weren't gonna say no and then yes. leave the fourth and teach to go yeah, to go twirl yes. their fingers yeah exactly so I remember I was off that day and I think I don't remember I feel like you guys were all working because I remember I drove yeah, I remember to pick you guys off. Yes. And then we're also like, first of all, like she lives like her house was in Barry. Which is so it's the like opposite direction of where we all lived. Exactly. Yeah, like it was like what, a 45 minute drive? Yep. Anyways, so whatever, we're driving, we're driving, we're going there. And me like prior to this, like M was super hype about this barbecue. <laughs> and like I don't, I also thought that like, we knew that we were the only people from Wonderland invited to this barbecue, but I didn't think we'd know that we'd be just the only people invited yep. to the barbecue. In general. Thinking about it, thinking about it, <laughs> such a weird experience. Only inviting four people from your yep. work to your house. To yeah. I don't know if we could really call it her house. It wasn't her house. This sure wasn't her house. <laughs> but like, she forced, she forced us to hang out with her. It, yep. it's yeah. there's something creepy about the situation they yeah it. it was her mother-in-law's house that she lived in the basement of. anyways so whatever and I remember, we're driving we get there and we pull into her street and we need to get to the other side of the road so of course i try i'm doing like the three-point turn to like get on the right side of the street where her house is and then I'm turning, I'm turning, I'm turning, and there's a car in front. And then, like, all of a sudden, it's like, oh, my car's touching this car. And I'm like, I'm in the front seat, and yeah. I'm like, um, is she gonna do another, like, she's gonna add another turn to this because she's gonna hit that car. And but, but no one said anything. And like, I don't even know what I was like that day was like, whatever. Because you always thought you knew how to drive. So I was like, oh, she must know what she's doing. Like, she knows how yes, long the I front did. of her car is. Yeah, we did yes. see her getting closer. And I was just like, I could tell her, but I don't want to, it was going to alarm the driver. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. And you know, like in your early, your early days of like driving, like you got your G, so you feel like you're hot shit. You just have this like false sense of confidence. <laughs> That's definitely what happened. Anyway. That car was black. My car was white. So obviously, then I start reversing, whatever. I'm like, shit, 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 shit. Anyways, go, like, we're parking, like, in front of this car, only to look over and see that M was there, saw the whole thing happen. And she, so, like, I get out of the car and see that there's, like, black paint on my car and white paint on the other car. <laughs> and... And was like, okay, just like park by this tree so that you can't see it. And then she goes, oh, this is my husband's boss's car. <laughs> oh, and he's at this barbecue right now. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, like, don't worry. He's going to think it happened like when he went to go li get liquor at like the LCBO. And then I like 
freaking out because like i'm already like ready to go home because like <laughs> we didn't want to be there like yeah exactly like first you didn't want to be there it's already like a traumatizing experience like it was like my first like ever like thing Finger i'm finger. thinking like exactly and you're like oh my gosh oh my gosh like your boss saw it you scratched your husband your boss's husband's <laughs> boss's car like what yeah anyways i think the only like savior thing of that situation was that m was so cool about it because it was for me it was a shock for her personality because she is like very much like a follow the rules anal. like yeah yeah stickler yeah like i was like i was thinking she was gonna like go inside and like run and get him but she was like no nah, just like park by this tree like whatever so she must not have like go to most way y- yeah <laughs> praise the lord so this day this man still thinks it happened at lcbo anyways um so we're like all shaking well i'm shaking because i'm like what the hell <laughs> go into like we go through her house to the backyard i think and then it's just like her husband and her husband's boss sitting there and we're like and we're like this is the barbecue <laughs> this is the we are the barbecue <laughs> the barbecue is us <laughs> but yeah and it like the thing is like it wasn't like you know how you have some coworkers that you talk to like your talk to them about your personal life she was not that coworker for no. us because like no. She wasn't nice. She was she was an unpleasant person. She was miserable. Like she, like whereas we liked the staff and were like pretty much we we chatted to the staff because we were close in age. She was like married and we were just starting to like go through hot girl summers. Like we didn't even yeah exactly. You know? Yo, I want to say that she was like that was a hot girl summer. It oh who hey. Yeah, like, she was, like, almost 10 years older than us. So it was, like, yeah, I would say, like, 8 to 10 years older than us. Um, So it was, like, and when you're, I don't even think any of us were 20 at this point. Oh, like, when you're, not. like, 18, 19, why do you want to be hanging out? Like, it's just, like, the you're whole, still. Everything about the situation made no sense. Yeah. Was weird. Yeah. Anyway, so we go to the barbecue. We're awkwardly eating snacks, like, kiki-kiing, um, whatever. And then we go back into her house to play, like, Cards Against Humanity. Dev, would you like to take over from here? Because I feel like you can really, really hammer in the impactfulness. Yes. So we go inside. We're playing Cards Against Humanity. And keep in mind, Cards Against Humanity is a game that requires you to be pretty comfortable with the people you're playing with. Because it's it has inappropriate cards like there's weird humor dark humor very intimate things and we're playing with our boss who we don't like her husband who we don't know and the (laughs) owner of a car we just crashed so (laughs) like there's nothing about this that's normal so we're playing cards against humanity and her husband's boss is playing some like baby like dead baby jokes and like like jokes about like our manager and her husband were both bigger and they're make like, they're making like you know fat jokes and like we're all like, <laughs> 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 yeah, like super uncomfortable um and so i'm of course winning but tj and Aaliyah, who know me and don't want me to win are intentionally anytime they saw a joke that looked like it was my humor they were like yeah nope not that one um, yep. and so you know whatever so I think we ended up 
with a tie with the man with the with the car owner. But, yeah, I think so. Uh, so one of the cards reads uh, blank. It's a trap. Yeah. Um, oh, this was so awkward. <laughs> and do you guys remember what some of the responses were? Yeah, I remember. Cause I remember mine. <laughs> what was yours? Oh yeah. So I had a card that said obesity. Uh, she did not win. Teach <laughs> doing pretty awkward when that card went out. I don't remember, but like, I don't remember what my card was, but like, I just remember thinking, like, thank God Aaliyah didn't win because, like, her an- identity remained anonymous. <laughs> exactly. Like- <laughs> to this day, they don't know who played the obesity card. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. So, as like, and it was like, the boss too was also bigger. So it was like we didn't want to seem like it was. And like, this is why you can't play with people who you don't really don't know. know. Exactly, because you don't know their humor. Exactly. I mean, they probably did laugh at the time. I don't remember it being awkward when it was read out. Um, but I remember it, it being like a. <laughs> <laughs> but they were making the jokes too, so they, it was probably that they, they, they didn't make it. So they're like, mm, someone like here is calling me fat. <laughs> but um, yeah. So the card that won was actually not even the funniest in terms of ha-ha, hoo-hoo, this is like, you know, it brings tears to your eyes. But one of the things that we learned working at Wonderland was just that, like, sometimes you go out of your way to help clients, like, not clients, help, uh, what what do we call them? Guests. Guests. (laughs) Sometimes you went out of your way to help a guest, and, like, you did the most, and it just, it either backfired or helped you in no way. Like, it just ended up being a waste of your time to help them because they showed no appreciation or like it, it just didn't end up being worth it so the card that i played was doing the right thing which read out doing the right thing it's a trap and to black diamond so that's me t julia and the fourth that was hilarious because yes. it all resonated with us which is yes. if you're do if you're doing something out of the goodness of your heart, that's fine. But if you're doing something that's good, that puts you at a disadvantage or puts you out of your way and you're expecting recognition for it, you are destined to failure because doing it's a trap. And, and the irony, this, us even going there. Yeah, look at that. None of us wanted to be there. Doing the right thing. None of us wanted to be there, but we wanted to we do thought it was the, the right, right thing. thing by going to this manager's house. What did we end up doing? We, I remember we ended up staying super late. Some of us had work the next day, having to drive yep. from Barrie to Brampton, which ended up being like an hour drive, especially because, Tej, you live on the other end of Brampton. So you definitely yep. didn't get home anytime soon. And Yeah, and I remember, like, I had filled up before we left, and by the time I got home at the end of the night, it was, like, a quarter tank of gas gone. And, like, you guys know the Malibu was good on exactly. gas. Exactly. So it's, like... So it ended up... It's actually still our slogan to this day. Yeah, doing that's, the right thing. Our, that's the tagline for our life. And our it's friendship. a trap. Yeah. Doing the right thing is a trap. Yep. 100% a trap. So that is the story of how we became uh, <laughs> Black Diamond. It's how we became um, Hit and Runners. <laughs> yep. And like regarding, I guess, like the fourth member of Black Diamond, just like, I don't know, the friendship sort of just like grew apart. Yeah. I guess. And it's it's always like really like interesting to reflect on it because 
like I feel like each of us individually had the closest relationship with, with the fourth yeah. member. Yeah. And then thinking back now as like the thing is guys like we didn't keep in touch regularly even throughout like we've gone through so much like in terms of like just life growth mm-hmm, like yeah. we like we all went to post secondary education in completely different cities. We weren't like chatting on like a regular basis, but then once we all like relocated back to like mm-hmm. the GTA, it was like I don't know, I think that's like something that I I truly cherish about like our friendship is that like you know it's a true friendship when you you don't talk to the people like all the time and like your life evolves and changes and then when you are like back together physically it's like yeah you it's still like have no that like passed. bond exactly. exactly and like while we didn't speak regularly while we were in our like doing university like if there were like major life events like we would of course like update each other and like have these like super long conversations and it was like yeah yeah, yeah, it was awesome. And whenever, so. especially because um, me and Tej were away out of the GTA, whereas the fourth and the Leo were in the GTA, whenever me and Tej would come in, it would be like, we would try to, like, especially birthdays, because Tej and yeah, Leo guys... all had their birthdays in the fall. So yeah. we would always try to make it back for those. Um, Thanksgiving or Christmas or like reading mm-hmm. week, we always try to make, like, we always did see each other. And this yeah. is like before the time of Zoom meetings or like group FaceTime calls or house party or Snapchat group. Like, so th- this is back when all you could really do to see your friends was text them and then hope that you can see them when you're back in town. And yep. um, it's ironic that it just didn't work out when we were all. It, it was all it was I in my opinion it was okay when we weren't together. It's when we all came back and were yes, and moved back finally enough. Because we mm-hmm. yeah. for the first couple of years we saw each other at work, but then um in the middle of Aaliyah's of TJ's last season, she like yeah, our last season working together, TJ left in the middle of it. And then that ended up being Aaliyah's mm-hmm. season and my last season. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. um it just, yeah, it just, it's sad that friendships don't always last as long as you would hope that they would. But I mean, no love lost. It's just, you grow up and you grow apart. Yeah. Um, and think about it, it happened for a reason. Cause like, look at us now. 100%. Like, would we have been this close without that person? Cause re- mm-hmm. like realizing it, yeah, like we were all really close to that one person and that one mm-hmm. person brought us all together. Exactly. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's like, kind of ties into like one of the biggest lessons I learned at least like working from Wonderland that kind of like evolved like I think like Wonderland really taught me to like grow up as like odd as that sounds it's that like it provided me with like a leadership opportunity like so young like where else like what other opportunity can you get hired with literally no experience yeah and you could literally get promoted every single year (laughs) if you weren't an idiot yeah like if you were competent like and, like, we were fortunate enough to all work together and, like, have, like, a friendship bond with people. And honestly, like, there's, like, a couple people. Okay. One person, I think, that I can remember that, like, we actually still, like, chat to. Mm-hmm. Hey, Steph. Yes, shout um, out, Steph. <laughs> so um, yeah. Yes, yeah. Make sure you guys follow her on Instagram. Uh, is it Sweet Spice? Sweet, Sweet Spice, Steph. Steph. You know, to get yeah. your, uh, to get your, your, your. Your sweets. Your by sweets. Stuff. My stuff. <laughs> but I think that she's the only person that we are still like good friends with where like we saw her on my birthday and like we hang out. Mm-hmm. But I actually yep. did see one of our staff. Um I don't remember who I was with, 
I was with someone and we went for sushi and then someone looked familiar at the restaurant I was at and I was just like oh my god are you and I somehow I remembered her first and last name and she's like yeah Dev how do you remember me like that I was just like oh like <laughs> and it was just nice that like she was one of my staff years ago and yeah. you know funny yeah but um I-, I was telling Aaliyah this Dev but I ra- ran into um do you remember, we might have to bleep the name out, but I'm going to say it anyways. Daniel from IT? Yes. Oh, yeah. I, he lives across the street from me. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I, I run into him at the gym all the time. Yeah. And, like, the first couple times, it was like, oh, hey. Like, you know, the awkward, like, yeah. I know you, but we weren't friends. But, like, we recognize each other, so we got to mm-hmm. But, anyways, what, like, what other things do you guys, like, think that our Wonderland experience, like, what did you learn from that? I think, yeah, the friendship, definitely the managerial aspect of it. Um, And, like, it wasn't just that you were managing a lot of people because, like, some of our teams had, like, 30 people in it. But, like, you're dealing with people who are close in age to you. And, like, we definitely had the occasional um, older person who joined on because, you know, they were just, like, they were retired or they were just looking for something if they were a recent immigrant. So, like, at times you were, like, 19 managing someone who's, like, 60. (laughs) And you're, like, grown person. They have grandkids. (laughs) Like, and how do you manage all these different people with their, you know, um, different, not just life goals and, like, perspectives but also experiences Experiences, i definitely think that i learned how to become a better manager by the by the virtue of the fact that i was managing so many different types of people and you have to learn how to be a manager to all of them right Uh, you're not just managing the easy people you're managing the annoying Mm -hmm. staff who are always late (laughs) you know yeah yeah no it definitely opened my eyes to like the management side of things um and like yeah definitely like resume wise like everything on my whole experience there is like just like invaluable like learned so much and for me uh because I was in guest I was still in guest services for both my seasons like my guest service experience like I still use like I still use those stories now in interviews I mean I still have it on my resume um that like those experiences are what I will take away from that but then the other part Mm -hmm. the other part of it too is like because I met you guys like that will forever be the best part about working at wonderland like i you genuinely meet such good people you're working with your friends and like even look about like look at how many people meet their husbands and spouses at wonderland mm-hmm. you know what i mean there's so many oh stories gosh, of like so true. staff coming back to take their like engagement photos at wonderland because they met there like i mean we didn't meet our husbands there but i mean we don't have husbands but you know what i mean (laughs) yeah (laughs) but we like we met we made long like lifelong friends so yeah i think that's pretty equivalent as well right exactly and i think it's just i we were talking about this the other day i think it's sad that people have this stereotype that like women don't have ride or die friendships that like girls are clicky so we'll have friends for a little time and catty and like we backstab and but then it never lasts very long and you know women are more two-faced or like there's definitely also like the stereotype of girls who are like oh yeah all my friends are guys because i don't trust girls like what do you guys think about that kind of mentality girls don't like me exactly what do you guys think about that considering that the three of us are girlfriends who predominantly have other girlfriends 
Um, this is what I'm gonna say, and I don't want to offend anyone who is this girl who like is you know one of the boys or like you know because I mean yeah you can genuinely maybe just like maybe you get along better with guys and maybe that's just genuine and you know you like to drink beer and like you're just you know like one of one of the boys or whatever but I don't know for girls who say that they don't get along with girls I'm sorry like that is not a girl's issue I think that's a you issue because if you're the common denominator in all of those situations and all the like the drama I think that that's more of a you issue maybe you don't know how to manage like like not even I don't want to say confrontation because I don't want to say like you know friendship with girls are like that but I think the issue is more of on them not on the rest of the girls speaking of I don't know if anyone watches Love Island I know I told you guys to watch but Love Island season five there was a girl on there just like that and she was like, you know, I just get along with like the guys better. And like, I don't understand why the girls, you know, cause the girls were always saying like, like, hang out with us. Like we never get to see you anymore. Da, 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 da. And she's like, you know, like, I don't understand. Like crying. Like, I don't understand why, like, you know, I just get along with the guys better. Da, 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 da. Meanwhile, like she was the one creating all of the drama. Like all they wanted to do yep. was just like hang out with her. And they're like, come have some girls. Like everybody you need, I'm sorry, but you need girl time. Like yes, you need girl time. I totally agree. Guys. Guy friends, I'm sorry, guy friends cannot give you what a good, like, girlfriend, girlfriend can give you. You know what yep. I mean? Like, it's just yeah. that it is what it is. So just yeah. watching that, like, on Love Island, like, she was such she was such a mess. Like, she was the only one creating all the drama. The other girls were perfectly okay. Nobody had any issues with each other. It was just her. So, yeah. I mean. I agree with you, like, wholeheartedly. Like, I think, like, anyone who makes like sweeping generalizations as yeah. to why they don't get along with an entire group of people like there's something deeper to delve into there yeah. because okay maybe like when people make generalizations in general they're reflecting on like their own experiences, experiences yeah. for the most part but i think when people go in so far as to say like i don't want to have any girlfriends or like you know like i'm just gonna prefer to hang out with like the guys or whatever it's like is it really something that you per like, is it something that you don't want? Like you don't like girls? Like why? Like, I don't know. I feel like there's like a lot to unpack there. Like, yeah. Why, why don't you like girls? And like, also like, if it's like something that happened in your experiences, like maybe it's like you're hanging around with the wrong, the wrong yeah, girls. Yeah, it was, it's not girls. Yeah. It's the friends that you chose. That girl. Exactly. Yeah. And completely true. Like you do need like your girl time. Like, having girlfriends and having guy friends is like completely different because there are shared experiences exactly. that you have with your other girlfriends. Exactly. That. And that is the biggest thing for me. I just think that the shared yep. experiences alone, like you just can't get that same kind of, um, the conversations just won't flow the same with a guy that they would with a girl. Um, yeah. cause like, how are you going to complain about period cramps? with dudes like yeah yeah or like if you're going through like you know like boy troubles like you know like your partner like someone you're dating or like a boy you're interested mm -hmm. in and you just want to like just like vet and experience like it is like it's just a different perspective obviously we're not saying only have girlfriends or only yeah. have guy friends but mm -hmm. like you need you need to have people in your life that you can relate to yes and just simply from the fact of also being um someone from the same sex like is a shared yeah yeah 
a shared characteristic. Yeah. And I totally agree that there is this notion that guys are more ride or die. And I honestly, I don't know where like it comes from. Like I'm thinking back even to like, even my partner or like, just like people in my life. Like it just seems like, like, or like males in my life. It just seems like they have just like, it's just like, I feel like with guys, this is also like making a generalization. <laughs> I feel like they've just been like friends with each other from like birth. Like, I don't know. I just like, yeah. just thinking back to like, the guys in my life are just like, yeah, like I've known this boy. So like, yeah, he was down the street from me. And like, now we're like 30 and like, we're best friends yeah. and like all this, like, like, I don't know where, like, where it comes from. I think it t- could possibly tie into this whole thing of like, you know, this whole idea of like masculinity and like, and it ties into you know, like, these are my bros. And it ties into like, girls are catty, girls exactly. gossip, girls backstab. Mm. Like, it, I think it all goes back to that. And that's why they think that like, girls can't make, you know, genuine connections with other like, exactly. women. Because, or even just the idea that women are naturally competitive with other women over men. Yeah. Like, exactly. I can truthfully say that the three of us, and even when it was the four of us, even though we had similar taste in men, there was never one guy who was going to alter our friendship. And I think that even so the... the not fighting no gal. No oh, my no gal. Me, no, yeah. me, yeah. <laughs> but it's also about maturity. I think that when you're, like, younger and you are all boy crazy, if you have friends who are equally boy crazy as you, then you would say, yeah, I don't want to be friends with girls because they're always arguing over men. But, like, in none of my friendships can I honestly say that we fought over a dude that we all wanted. Yeah. Like, it's just not a real thing. Like, I think too, when you have like mature friendships, like you guys are not all the same. Like maybe in middle school, you're going to be, you're hanging out with people who do everything. Like, you know what I mean? Everybody does Mm -hmm. the same exact Mm -hmm. things. So you hang out with girls that are just like you and like the same things and same music and whatever, whatever. But as you get older, you realize you don't have to be like that. It's actually like, better to have like friends who you know have different experiences sometimes um because you're not all the same kind of person you know like yep. we're all very yep. much individual yeah and i think it also ties into like just surrounding yourself with people that like feed positivity and create like a good mental space for you mm-hmm. because like there's this saying i forget how it goes i think it's like um show me show me who you hang out with and i'll show you who you are exactly. type yeah. of thing so it's like if you're hanging out in an environment where you have friends that are like these catty people or like these people that like are always like fighting over men, like not fam, mm-hmm. surround yourself with positive people, create positive vibes, positive energy. Mm-hmm. And especially as black women, there's just so much that you have to learn from other black women in terms of not just having someone to complain to about your shared experiences but like learning how to truly love yourself love other people like i can truthfully say that i would not be the person who i am today not just with black friends but my the black female friends that i currently have like you guys have taught me so much about myself and like how to love that i don't think i could have learned from other girlfriends who weren't necessarily black or even i'm like definitely like i love my boyfriend but he is I think that I wouldn't be happy with him now if I didn't learn to be who I am today from the black women and the other women who I've been friends with because I think that me who I was like I've always been a girl's girl but like who I was before I really had like other black like other Caribbean friends was very different like and thank god (laughs) (laughs) 
Imagine if Dev was like living in Kingston for the rest of her life. Hey, oh God. nice try, Teach. And then never met us. Nice try, Teach. I know. You're the next one. God, I, I know. I should not. This is pot calling kettle black. Yep. Uh, I had some toxicity in Ottawa. Anyways, on that note, moral of the story, um, work at Wonderland, don't crash into your boss's husband's boss's car, and have girlfriends. Yeah. Yes. Um, I think that is it from us for this week, friends. Um, thanks so much for listening to our podcast. Um, if you're just hopping into this one, we do have the first episode of season two up already. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely um, take a listen to that one if you haven't already. Yeah, and make sure you follow us on Instagram at gotta be honest underscore pod. No, gotta be honest podcast. Um, and, <laughs> and share us. You and rate this podcast yep. as well. Yes. Wait, we um, didn't. Um, are we gonna talk about our new name? Or? Oh yes! Oh my god! No. How could I forget? <laughs> Whoopsies! Jesus! Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, um. Yes. So we have transitioned from black diamond uh into a new name that we think personifies not just um who like not just the the actual quantity we're no longer four people (laughs) there's three of us now um represents just you know strength and power and you know the fact that we want to uplift not other people but like i think our friendship is based on the fact that all three of us propel each other to be better versions of ourselves yeah um and so our new name is trinity trinity Trinity. yeah not to be mistaken with trinity commons in brampton um and there's no religious 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 connotation Um, but yeah no more like oh you know what's black diamond gonna be doing it's what's trinity doing you know like when you say when you say trinity you have to say with a sexy voice has to be trinity Trinity. <laughs> yes, we have uh, rechristened ourselves, guys. So please listen to us again. Um, we our next episode will be up when it's up. So uh, <laughs> check us out. Um, thank you guys so much for listening, and we will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.